Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of the 21 News Podcast. I'm managing editor Justin Mitchell. With the start of school just weeks away and practices already well underway for student-athletes, questions still remain over how to move forward safely with a coronavirus crisis still growing throughout the state and the nation. With me today is Tim Street from the Ohio High School Athletic Association to discuss the implications for students and their families. Tim, thanks for being with us. My pleasure, Justin. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, um, Tim, right off the bat, today in a neighboring state, Pennsylvania's governor just announced that he thinks high school sports have to be on hold completely until next year now. With, uh, with virus cases continuing to go up and we see individual schools having to suspend athletics at least for 14 days at a time with some regularity um, in recent days due to exposure and positive tests, I guess my first question is just, is, is there really a safe way to go forward with sports in the fall? Well, we sure hope there is. Uh, we, we do want to move forward with sports in Ohio this fall, but <clears throat> Justin, you're right. There's a lot of challenges that uh, are in front of us. We've already overcome a lot of challenges to get to this point. And I guess that's where uh, it, that question usually leads me to is that right now, as of August 6th, the majority of our member schools here in Ohio still do want to play. Um, they want to move forward. Um, so, and I think as long as that's the case where the majority of our schools want to play, I think that we're going to um, follow that lead. Um, of course, um, you know, as, as most folks know, uh, the governor has approved four of our fall sports to have games and competitions this fall. We still have three sports that are high contact that we're still working through and we don't have the green light for those yet, but uh, we hope that we do get the green light soon. But um you know, back to your point about Pennsylvania, we, we see um, situations like that around the country. And of course, we talk about all this every day. Um, at the moment, we are moving forward. Now, the position so far of the OHSAA has been that uh, there's not going to be any sort of moving fall sports to the spring. Is that open to reconsideration at all, depending upon how the situation evolves? Well, our first goal is that we're going to play our fall sports this fall. You know, as you mentioned, you're right that we do not want to move any of our fall sports to the spring. We, we do not want to do that. Um, however, uh, last week we did announce to our member schools that for our three contact sports, if we don't get the green light from the governor by September 4th to have those here in the fall, well, then we got to make some decisions about uh, when we would play those sports. So, you know, could it be in the spring? Sure, it could be in the spring. Um, but at the moment, we are moving forward with all of our sports, including those three contact sports here in the fall. Um, certainly, um, well, and, and I've said many times, you know, the governor and the Ohio Department of Health are calling the shots on what sports can move forward, and they'll continue to do so. Um, you know, they, they are above the OHSAA. We, we are not a government office. We're a private nonprofit. So if they dictate to us when our seasons uh, need to move, if they need to move, we'll certainly have to do that. Now, and, and I know this is, uh, could change, but as it stands, the current order requires testing before essentially all games and multiple rounds of testing for all players and things like tournaments. And the OHSAA has called for some easing of that requirement. Are you able to elaborate on, on why that 
that should be eased in, in the OHSAA's view? Sure. Um, you know, and just to, to clarify, the, the testing uh, is right now regarding the contact sports. Uh, of course, soccer, football, field hockey are those three that we're talking about. Um, the other sports can move forward uh, not under the umbrella of the, the order that we're talking about mm. the Ohio Department of Health. Um, but for those three sports that are under that umbrella of the Ohio Department of Health order, of course, football being the one that people ask about the most, um, there is that mandatory testing that you talked about. Um, you know, Lieutenant Governor John Husted, uh, I believe it was Thursday, last Thursday in the press conference, um, it was either last Thursday or earlier this week, he did make it clear that uh, people shouldn't take that order as what the final order will look like. You know, he, he acknowledged, and as we've said many times, uh, that order in terms of the um, detailed and aggressive testing uh, of all student athletes, it works at the professional level and, and even the Division I college level. It's not practical or even possible for that to happen at the high school level. That doesn't mean testing is not important. Testing is very important. You know, testing is a big way how our state and area and country is going to get through this pandemic. Yeah, so we need testing. Um, but for those schools that are moving forward and playing sports, what we continue to talk about is, is a modified set of, um, of safety measures. Um, certainly, if anyone has any symptom, they need to get a test. That, that's what every school in every area would certainly agree with. Um, what we're hoping for is a, a modified set of regulations that our schools who want to move forward can follow, and that way they can play the games in the contact sports. They can already play the games in the non-contact sports, but of course, contact sports, as we all know, are a little different. Now, with the, the safety requirements that are in place, like people with symptoms uh, getting tested or temperature checks, isn't there a problem with that in that asymptomatic spread is such a problem with this? I, I mean, testing is the only way to stay ahead of cases without symptoms, and temperature checks and symptom checks will do nothing for that. Yeah, I tell you, that's one of the great questions we we continue to talk about with the uh, that with the Ohio Department of Health. Uh, certainly, the fact that so many people are asymptomatic is such an interesting aspect of this pandemic and and coronavirus in general. Um, we're leaning on the Ohio Department of Health to give that guidance in terms of moving forward. And I guess that that right there, Justin, is probably the big reason why we have not been given the green light for mm -hmm. sports. Um, that could be what does it. Um, and, and so, you know, yeah, that's a great point. And, um, you know, the Ohio Department of Health, uh, that's why they're the medical experts. Um, that's why their decisions then will be told to the OHSA. Now, is there any effort, because I, I know testing is obviously extremely expensive. And I know that, like you mentioned, if that's in place, as a requirement that that might be impossible for a lot of schools to, to manage. Is there any effort to seek, and I don't know if this even exists, but any effort to seek, whether it be grant money or assistance from the state, so that instead of easing testing requirements, there's more a request for, uh, for resources in order to be able to have testing? Well, in terms of, um from the state in terms of funding, uh, I think requests like that can certainly be made to the state government and uh, the governor's office. Um, I do know that uh, as 
the Ohio High School Athletic Association is concerned, we do not have funding to supply that kind of means to our member school. I wish we did. Um, it's a great time to say and just remind folks that the OHSA is a private nonprofit um, association. Uh, our member schools do not pay membership dues. Uh, 80% of our revenue comes from people buying tickets at tournaments. Uh, well, we didn't have any tournaments in March or even throughout the spring. So you can imagine what our budget looks like right now um, or lack of budget. So uh, yeah, we, we have been asked that too. You know, is there any way we can help with funding for the schools? And, and unfortunately the answer is no right now um, until we get uh, another round or two of tournaments under our belt, we do not have revenue coming in right now. So could you act as like a lobbying agency though and, and lobby on behalf of those schools for the state? Is that something you guys have considered? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we have been advocating on behalf of our member schools for several things. Um, some of those things are public that everyone knows we are pushing for the return of fall sports, including contact sports. Um, we're advocating on, on many levels. Um, the, the current health department order is, is now the current one that, that we're working on every day. So Yes, I, I agree with you 100%, Justin. That is something that we can make sure we communicate that to the governor's office that a lot of our schools, probably all of our schools, are going to need help if there's a rigorous testing requirement. Um, now, if so if that testing requirement remains in place, you're, you're not necessarily saying that that'll scrap the season, but you would have to shift focus then to really kind of pushing the state for the resources to make it happen. Is that correct? Well, all I can say is what we have communicated to our schools so far. And that is that uh, if we don't get the green light from the governor by September 4th to move forward with our three contact sports seasons that are not under what the current health order is, if we don't get that green light by September 4th, we're not going to be able to play those three sports this fall. We, we've said that to our schools. That was our communication to schools last week. Um, September 4th has to be that day. Uh, you know, if we don't have the green light by September 4th, that most likely means that our numbers in Ohio are not good and they're not going in the right direction. Um, that's what Governor DeWine looks at every day. Uh, that's what the Ohio Department of Health looks at every day. Um, but I understand your question, you know, could we then, if we're still under that order, seek funding or something to do that testing protocol this fall? I, I, off the top of my head, Justin, I think that'd be really tough because I believe part of the testing is um, getting the testing done 72 hours before the contest and getting the results back. Mm -hmm. And then it could even have be, be involved with sequestering the team. Um, you can do that at the pro level. You just really cannot do that. At the level. Um, you know, one thing I'll mention, this is an interesting aspect of the whole testing. Um, you've seen a lot of small colleges move football to the spring. And mainly why they've done that, or one of the reasons anyway that they've done that, is that um, there are a lot of health systems, whether it's hospitals, regional branch campuses, they won't do testing right now unless you have a symptom. And so if a, a small college football team and here's a hundred guys and they need to get tested on Thursday before they play Saturday. Well, if they don't have symptoms, they can't even get a test. 
So, you know, it's not that way across the whole state, but in a lot of parts of the state, that that is the case. So, um, you know, that, it adds add certainly another challenge to do a rigorous testing program at the high school level. Uh-huh. So it's not just, I mean, the cost is obviously a, a major burden, but in addition to the cost, the availability of testing is still not uniform across the board. In our area, it seems like it's pretty good, but um, I, I suppose that's definitely not true everywhere. Right. right. Um, if particularly for those sports uh, that, that still don't have the green light, if they don't move forward, what's the ripple impact on these student athletes and their families, especially for the ones who are trying to get scholarships? Well, I tell you that that's one of the most heartbreaking things about this past spring season, that all of our spring sports got canceled and all those kids who have aspirations to go on to the college level were without a season. Uh, that's very detrimental to those who do have aspirations to go to the college level. You know, I will say this, only about 3% of our student athletes go on to play at the college level. So we always keep that in mind, you know, that 90%, 97% of our student athletes, uh, they play through high school and then they're done. So we do think a little bit about those that go on to the college level. We, we celebrate that, we support that. But our focus is entirely just on participation at the high school level for as many kids as possible. Um, but certainly those elite athletes that are hoping to play in college, they, they need a season um, for that purpose. We needed it back in the spring for them, and, and we couldn't have it in the spring. So that's in the back of our mind. It's, a, it's another ripple effect, as you said, uh, with, um, that, that comes with losing a season. So um, I guess as, as we're wrapping up here, is there anything else you want to add about what the sort of next steps you guys are working on are? You've touched on this September 4th sort of hard deadline. And then just looking beyond that, what do you hope the spring looks like and <laughs> moving forward? Well, I tell you, this whole school year, and maybe even through the whole 21 calendar year, is going to be, we're going to be dealing with this for a long time. You know, this is just the beginning. Um, you know, just, uh, I, I was thinking actually driving into work this morning about wrestling. Um, you know, but we're a long way off from having a wrestling season, you know, and being able to, to have that permitted. So it just, you know, it all, it all fits together in terms of being a part of pandemic. You know, all, all of our sports are in this. Um, now, the, I guess the one thing I would emphasize, though, is, is that we are moving forward with four of our fall sports. They're, they're already, you know, golf is already competing. Their season has begun. Um, and we still work every day to determine if we're going to be able to have our three contact sports. Um, the Ohio Department of Health and, and the governor's office will, will make that decision. We are advocating for our schools because most of them still want to play. So if that's the case, we, we want to move forward and try to help. All right, Tim. Well, thank you very much for taking the time. My pleasure, Justin. Good to be with you.